and welcome to episode 329 of the Quarantine Cast, brought to you by Voluntary Viewing, recorded on August 2nd, 2021. On the podcast today, we have Ryan, Andrew, feeling a little under the weather. It's not going to be COVID, but, you know, you're sick and just taking it a little easy. Uh, I don't know, man, do you just... Do you want to, like, go off about uh, The Last of Us Part 2 unabated now that Andrew isn't here to go to bat for it? I think I went off pretty unabated. I don't think I let Andrew's love of the game tarnish my disappointment. I mean, it just wasn't... It didn't deliver on the promise of the first game, and it's always going to make it a little sad. Yeah. That's that's what sequels have to deal with. Mm -hmm. It's going to be financially successful because it's established IP, and that's what people... We'll come out for every single time, mm-hmm. but the penalty is is that you better fucking live up to it. Yeah. And if you don't, you're always going to be compared to it, and comparison is the death of joy. So, yeah, if that game released in a vacuum, it might have been fine. Like, I, I they would have had to build it completely differently because right. no one would have given a fuck that Joel died. Mm-hmm. Like everyone would have just been like, oh, then that guy's dead. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah, it, it just. No. Oh God! Do you think there's a single person on the planet who played The Last of Us Part Two, but not not the original? Yes, there you has think so? to be. Okay, right? there has to. What be. is that they experience like? They did not do that fan justice. I'll oh. tell you that much. Like, I really, I don't even know if you fully understood the relationships if you didn't play the first game mm-hmm. like at all like if they even really explained it right because you start oh god how do you start the game you start the game it as Joel with Tommy and you're saying that I hope she doesn't find out the secret and you tell him stuff that happened that and then I think right, it goes yeah. to Ellie waking up uh, and she's late mm-hmm. to for patrol because of the events of last night, which were her kissing Gina yeah. and then a drunk asshole, you know, calling them out. And then Joel defending her and her hating that Joel's defending her. And then we learn later that they reconciled and their relationship was going to be great. But then that's the last time that they really saw each other without Joel bleeding to death. Yeah. About to be put out of his misery like so the sequel the sequel never really gets into how down bad joel was for a while does it which is like a big part of <sighs> a big part of his character i think how yeah he is not doing great like after the opening of the last of us and then he's spending yeah. the rest of that it's, game kind of building to a decent place. And then in the sequel, he is a prominent, respected member of this community. And the worst thing he has right. going on is an awkward relationship with his 18-year-old pseudo-daughter, which is always going to be an awkward relationship. But I don't know. I may yeah. be oversimplifying things. I mean, his character definitely like embodies human suffering <laughs> <laughs> to a large extent. And... The impact that that has on a person. And blah, 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 blah. Right. And then, yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to. I, I don't know if you saw the viral video of the YouTube couple that said, like, 
like one of the pieces of shit uh, that you know like hates it because right they replace Joel with a non-traditional female protagonist and all that stuff. Um, faked. He wrote himself a death threat from that YouTube couple <laughs> and sent it to himself so that it, it could look like he was being persecuted. <laughs> it went viral. There, people, people what? were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so, it's uh, it's not fun to be on my side, but I think I come at it from hopefully a different angle in that I enjoy Ellie and think she's a great character and I just mm-hmm. didn't appreciate some of the stuff they did. It's not that I hated the stuff that they didn't do, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. So. I'm sorry. So in the situation you just described, like the a YouTuber pretended that... Mm-mm, not a YouTuber. Okay. A Redditor. Oh. There is a subreddit for... Um, it's basically like the Gamergate subreddit right. back and like it's it's for people who hate The Last of Us Two. Yeah, called Last of Us Two, um, where they just hate on Last of Us Two. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, well, a member of that community, there was a, uh, I think it was girlfriend reviews yeah. on YouTube, where the girlfriend reviews a game mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah, and she doesn't. The, the whole thing is that she doesn't know it, like, for everything that they review, is that she's not aware of what's going on. Yeah. So then he called out and said, like, oh, this is dumb. Like, she needs to actually play, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, you're missing the point. Uh, they got in, like, an argument. And then he, the guy on the, the Reddit community, faked them sending a death threat to him. Which is... <laughs> so he could be a victim. So... Taken down the YouTube curtain for a second. Girlfriend reviews. That channel is a business. That yeah. that is maybe at one point it was a couple doing this as a fun project, but no, that is that is a fucking production cycle that is kind of the standard in that fun media reviews YouTube videos industry. Like that, it no, they're right. they're not fucking sending. They don't exist they're now characters <laughs> they, they could have sold the company and now it's just the girlfriend doing voiceover work to keep keep airs going i don't know but yeah fuck but it, that redditor is dumb basically that that misogynist is dumb yeah it was a bold choice to write a fake death threat to yourself that's uh <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard of anyone doing that before. I'll be honest with you. I'm sure that like people in that exact the Gamergate mm-hmm. subreddit probably claimed that the death threats that were being written to female journalists at that time were being faked right. by the female journalists. But it's, it's wild to see someone actually, yeah. like definitively write themselves a death threat. I... <laughs> God, is that how you? <laughs> That's how you know you're on the wrong side of a movement when the adversity you face entirely made up. I mean, eh. you could argue that's a lot of the world right now. Yeah. A lot of white people making a lot of stuff so that they can still be persecuted 
uh, I would argue. No, these Confederate statues of, are our culture. You can't just tear you know, those down. This has been up for 20 years. That That's forever. Yeah. Or like God's Not Dead. Oh, All those movies God. where like there's always some smarmy atheist that's single-handedly destroying God. I still can't believe. I still can't believe within the narrative of that movie, the atheist professor gets hit by a car, and that's his comeuppance. Like that, it, it's literally divine intervention. That like, uh, yeah, things work out for the good guys, because the bad guy gets hit by a car. It's not them. God, look, if God existed, yeah, he could do that. <laughs> You, Honestly, he probably should do it more often. The despot leaders of third world countries pushing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? A religious propaganda so that they can exert their control over the populace more yeah. should be hit by a lot more cars. <laughs> <laughs> and you could argue that that's a... A, a, a point towards the I don't I don't know if there is a bearded man in the clouds right. controlling everything. No, I just love that the themes and values of this movie not only prompt but also kind of require bad writing. Right. Yeah. Well, also I love that. Like, that's like the most common thing, right? Is the portrayal of the atheist is someone who was wronged by God. Yeah. And that's why they no longer believe in him. And it's like, I think it's almost the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost people that just feel like there's been no influence yeah. of a divine being in their life and that they've just, you know, <laughs> thought it through and put a lot of time and effort into like looking within themselves and been like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just not really sure that that's real. <laughs> I forget what was the thing that made him hate God. What was the? Uh, was his daughter killed in some act? Something wasn't that a thing? Did I thought, it, I thought that was why. Did his daughter die in a car accident and that made it him hate God? And then he's, and God's like, "Well, I'm gonna keep a sense of irony going. Take this dude out with a car." I never watched it because everyone uh, that was like, I ran I ran in some of those circles. Everyone was like, this is the greatest movie ever. And I was like into movies at that point. Right. And I was like, it's going to not be. What, it's like, going to be real, real bad. Were they saying that ironically? or no? Oh, God, no. No, like this is the most important, best movie of all time. You don't. You didn't grow up religious, though. You didn't go to, like, a... Me? Yeah. Or wait, did you? Yeah, I, what? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I Okay, I misunderstood. I, okay, that's my bad. I yeah. got your lore wrong. I got to check the yeah, right. Yeah, you Ricky. really did. No, yeah. I grew up definitely my entire family. Okay. Remarkably religious, evangelical. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, blah, blah, blah. Why, why does it say why? Why do you hate God? Radisson explodes in rage. Oh, confirming he hates God for his mother's death. Mm. Josh asks Radisson how he can hate someone that does not exist. Exactly. That's the whole point. <laughs> how can you hate Is that it's dumb. It's a straw man that Christians are creating in order to make it appear that they're right. 
and that the vast majority of atheists and agnostics are going to be just like, I don't know. It's not that I hate or like, you know, think that this is a bad person. It's that I don't really think they exist. Yeah. A Muslim student secretly converts to Christianity mm. and is disowned by her infuriated father when he finds out. That, that's just, I'm just reading the plot on Wikipedia. Christ. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, they convert someone to Christianity. On his way to find Mina, Radisson is struck by a car and fatally injured. A reverend is waiting at the intersection, tends to him, and helps him as he dies. Very conveniently placed reverend. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. God, just... They should have just made you watch 15 minutes of The Passion of the Christ before your confirmation hearing, like my Catholic experience. Nice. That's it. That And that was after the... Uh, oh, God, what's... Uh, uh, who's the lethal weapon guy mel gibson that was after the mel gibson stuff came out that uh he was a shitbag racist but they were like no passion of the christ still good still no complications with this movie and wasn't called out for being anti-semitic even even before mel gibson came out as anti-everything right yeah right before mel gibson came out as piece of shit yeah um, there's this whole paragraph in the Wikipedia that I can't tell where it fits into the plot because it just sounds completely disconnected from the rest of the story. So I don't know if this happens right before like the big concert and where he gets hit by a car and stuff. Uh-huh. But it says that he dates someone named Mina who he belittles in front of his fellow atheist colleagues. Her brother, Mark, a successful businessman and atheist, refuses to visit their mother who suffers from dementia so I don't know what the point of that is. Uh, and then Mark's girlfriend, Amy, is a left-wing blogger who writes articles critical of Duck Dynasty. <laughs> That's just canon in this movie. Uh, when Amy is diagnosed with cancer, Mark dumps her. That's the last we hear of Amy or Mark. They're just people that I guess they're trying to be like, look, they're immoral. They're terrible people. <laughs> Did <laughs> Because one is... Critical of Duck Dynasty and gets cancer because they're critical of Duck. I can't tell yeah. if there's like a cause and effect. Like once it like Radisson getting hit by a car, like that it's she deserves to get cancer because she doesn't like Duck Dynasty. <laughs> Did how how does that come up organically within the course of this narrative? By the way, do they just meet up for lunch and they're like, no, yeah, I did a total hit piece for those Duck Dynasty chuds. The other day, yeah, I felt think good. That's probably, ex- I'm gonna guess that's probably yeah about the level of the level of subtlety that we're <laughs> dealing with here is, yeah, they just go into some of the backstory of some of these people. What's the what's the over under that the Duck Dynasty people helped fund this movie, or at least it was a similar production company or some shit like that? I mean, I think Duck Dynasty just was a hot button at that point because one of the guys said. That he thinks homosexuality is a sin or something, and then yeah. he, got, he was like predating cancel culture, getting canceled. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was like, um, 
All right, so you don't have to be on TV anymore. I remember people weirdly going to bat for that Yeah, they were show. like, oh, he's yeah. old, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. or like, I, I forget who said this to me, but like, it was something to the effect, and they were obviously bullshitting. They were obviously like, heard a bad talking point on Fox News and were just repeating it of, I mean, yeah, I, I heard that they thought about taking getting rid of like the family saying grace like at the end of every episode but they of the ratings would have tanked if they did that so they kept it in and like fuck you no they didn't you they knew exactly what was up with that shit and who that's for you don't know how this works you don't know how anything works yeah Uh. that's why i lied mark does come up again (gasps) he visits his mother um don't know why um, he, or he taunts her because <laughs> once again, he's just apparently the biggest piece of shit of all time. Um, who dumped his girlfriend when she had cancer. Um, she responds that his financial success was given to him by Satan to keep him from turning to God and doesn't remember his name. Well, That's the end of his character. Arc. So, mm, so she remembers enough of... This dementia has specifically targeted the part of her brain that remembers his name. She knows enough that, like, hey, man, you didn't earn this. You're you're not actually a self-made man. This is because of Satan. Also, I don't know who you are. I will say it is definitely, like, interesting that an American, like, Protestant Christian Mm -hmm. production company would make a stance like because it is biblical right. right like the idea of wealth being of satan and that you need mm-hmm. to shed wealth and material goods in order to properly achieve like enlightenment and stuff like that no. is just straight biblical stuff and right. the modern idea of like the prosperity gospel that like god blesses mm-hmm. his followers with riches is very much like an american 20th century ideal like that's just not biblical in the slightest so it is interesting that like and also apparently at the end of the movie the the lead guy from duck dynasty makes a cameo and goes congrats dude so yeah like you're right there's connections there but like that's a perfect example isn't it of like these dudes made untold millions of dollars so yeah isn't that the devil blessing them with wealth so that they don't properly atone with like you know basically the teachings of jesus christ and that you need to like devote your life to god and turn away from Mm -hmm. material possessions also like i taking down the wall the rhetoric behind those older bible passages older interpretations is the church wants you to give your money to them that that's the motivation behind that shit um right i is, is there a third act turn where the Duck Dynasty guy's mom shows up and says all your money is from Satan? Does it keep going? That like it should be right. Yeah, like isn't yeah? All rich people are from Satan. I don't, I, yeah. You know it. Sure, be consistent. <laughs> if that's what you want to say, Bible <laughs> or not, Bible. God's not dead. Yeah, you go ahead. I, so, I, I I don't know if you would have made sixty five million dollars on a two million dollar budget. Yeah, if that was your core message of the movie so was but mark the brother of the professor or the professor's girlfriend the brother of the professor's girlfriend okay who once again i think they just needed to 
make more atheists yeah. and have them be more get shit on. <laughs> I, also, this dude sounds like a bigger asshole than than the fucking professor who whose mom died and like is clearly going through some shit because of that. And his punishment is that he dies for being angry at God. Yeah. An atheist businessman who is Mina's older brother and Amy's boyfriend. No idea. This is... God, this, mm, I don't like... I don't like the undertones of the... This is a secret cons- web of atheists that are secretly dominating society or some shit like that. That's... Uh, it's getting into dangerous territory that's, that's, for me. But isn't that, that that was why I brought it up in the yeah. first place is the like persecution complex and how you have to kind of do mental gymnastics at a certain point mm-hmm. so that you can feel like you're the underdog when you're not. It reminds me of like the Patriots yeah. when like they'd be like, oh, people are counting us out. They think we can't do it. And everyone's like, no, we think you can. And we root against you because we hate that you can. Mm-hmm. Like. You guys do anything to make it seem like you're the underdog, including pretending that we all think you're the underdog and can't possibly do it, when in reality it's the exact opposite. Like, we hate the fact that you can do it and don't want you to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, just to really hammer this home, uh, top Google result, uh, about seven percent of the world's population is atheist. Atheist and agnostic. Yeah. It's, it's very unlikely. I mean, all you have to do is just look at like huh. how um the favorability ratings of uh an atheist presidential candidate versus even like a Muslim presidential candidate. Like it is. Uh, uh, a Muslim presidential candidate would be viewed more favorably by the American public mm-hmm. than an atheist one. I <laughs> like that's all you need to know right there because you know the Islamophobia mm-hmm. that exists in this country. So I, and then thirty one percent of the world is Christian. So, I, yeah. I, <laughs> the thief. For a movie that preaches inventing somebody to be mad at, seems to be pretty guilty of that too. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Weird. Bad movie. Very. We bad. should watch it. Oh, oh my God! What is the Rotten Tomatoes for this movie? We should we should watch it for bad movie. Night. Oh God, that's gonna be angry. That's gonna be an angry. Oh, it's, bad it's, movie it's, night. it's gonna be an interesting one, but honestly, I think it might be a good time. Okay. Oh, mate. Wow, 2014. This feels like a mm-hmm. mm, early 2000s. Graduating high school time. But, okay. Oh, God. 12% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, God. 75% audience score. <laughs> yeah. That right there completely backs up my argument I made yesterday oh. that the audience score is such bullshit. <laughs> and the, while the critic score is not perfect, uh, it's definitely a more informed opinion. Okay, what is... Oh my god. Okay, because I pulled this up, it, this is showing you might also like Prego Land, One More Time, The Miracle Season, The Journey, and Fisherman's Friends. Ah, uh, yeah. What is the Yeah. No, there's like a whole cottage industry 
And then people think like, wow, they're doing such a good thing for the Christian community. But in reality, they're just raking in millions of dollars. Like, That's the part that they don't realize, that they make these movies on the cheap mm-hmm. and just get fucking paid. Um, top review from a top critic, uh, Mike McHale of The Guardian. Uh, ban the Probably sick Probably an filth. atheist. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Okay. From Stephen Farber of The Hollywood Reporter, also a top critic, this film is slickly produced with a competent cast, and although it sometimes stacks the deck shamelessly in defense of its credo, it does allow a few dissenting voices to slip into the debate. It allows... Oh, how gracious of the movie to let a few dissenting voices slip in. That's how, that's, that's how you know it's just fair and balanced. When you let a few dissenting voices slip in. I mean, God, it's a straw man argument, but it's still an argument. Yeah. What more do you want? It's literally crafted by... I don't know if you've seen the new trend on TikTok of like um, women cosplaying as women written by men yeah it's kind of hilarious like that's what that reminds me of yeah just like an atheist puppeted by a christian who desperately needs to feel a persecution complex yeah um okay the only other positive review of this movie i've seen so far is from uh jackie k cooper of jackiekcooper.com that sounds pretty legit (laughs) Has a dedicated agenda, but still manages to be entertaining. Six out of ten. Yeah. Jackie K. I mean, once again, I maintain this might be entertaining. Okay. Maybe we get 20 minutes in and we're all just like, all right, this is a fucking bummer. Let's get shit out of here. But, like, it might be fun. <laughs> I don't. Man. Yeah. Okay. What? Where? Watch God's Not Dead. No, where does that stream? Um, Hulu. Maybe. Nice. Oh, wow. Hulu's easy. Yeah, you and Ian can come over, Skype Jade and Andrew in, or not, or we'll just do an L.A. bad movie night. It'll be fun. God damn. God, I... We got we got to dig into the Christian film industry more. I feel like that could be a wealth of interesting content. Ugh. Yeah. But until then, thank you all so much for listening to episode 329 of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Send us your questions and business opportunities. Volunteerviewing at gmail.com. Act blue link in the description if you want to help some great progressive causes. We have a Patreon if you want to support us there, help us keep the lights on, or you can give us money directly through the Anchor Podcast platform. Follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast for updates, and follow me at LucasToWriter on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Uh, I can say definitively, God is dead. We killed him on this podcast. And good luck. Good luck with your... We had some good luck when we took care of that and paying it forward. Good luck to y'all. 